Hey, hey everyone, it's time for a biz app and it's time for a beer. Doesn't matter if it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Friday. We're drinking Monday Morn by Grain to Glass, and we're going to look at an app that makes me question my life as a Microsoft guy. It's time to crack a cold one. It's biz apps and beer. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is episode two of Biz Apps and Beer. My name's Ryan Bialik. Mr. Henry, are you out there somewhere? Somewhere. I'm not really quite sure where. I'll let you know <laughs> when I figure that out. How, you, How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm doing quite splendid. Uh, I'm excited to uh, drink some beer and talk up about our uh, app of the day. Yeah, it's it's been a fun week, fun few days talking with clients. There's certainly a a rush going on now. I, I get the feel with a lot of our business clients that, you know, COVID has done its thing. Not that it's done and gone, but it's time to start getting back to business. People are starting to, to bring projects back. Uh, people are starting to travel cottage-wise with family and stuff again. So really interesting time. Lots on the go for sure. Yeah, no kidding. And you're right about one thing. COVID's not going away anytime soon. At least not if our uh, uh, Western global counterparts, or Western, um, sorry, not if our Southern neighbor has anything to say about it. It's such a mixed bag. I was talking with some colleagues in the States where some states are doing so well. Um, Colorado, for example, is, is doing very, very well. But then there's Florida and and some of the other larger states that are just kind of mismanaging the, the messaging that they're sharing and the, the reopening plans have just led to, you know, another big wave of, of cases. So we're fortunate where we are here in Winnipeg and in this slice of Canada to be doing slow and steady. You know, we're, we're kind of just doing our thing. Um, but it's yeah, it's been so we right. thought we just. Yeah, so you know, why not drink a beer and talk about some uh, some uh, technology apps, some biz apps, some, some SaaS stuff? Why not? Yeah, so let's get into the virtual clinking of glasses, if you will. And this wouldn't certainly be a, a podcast about beer and biz apps without talking about a beer. So today, I'm really happy to share that we are drinking a beer, a local craft beer from Winnipeg here with a really interesting story. So we're talking about Monday Morn, and it's from Grain to Glass. Uh, and it's labeled as an American pale ale. So if you like the hoppy sort of taste, if you like the bitter taste after a, a hot day mowing the lawn in the sun kind of thing, this is a really good, simple beer. It's really, really damn good. So interesting story as I've sort of led into here. Uh, Green Tech Glass is a beer making, wine making supply type of store. Um, check out their website. We'll put it in the show notes. If you are a home brewer or a home wine maker, uh, if you're into that sort of thing, this is a really good place to go here locally. They've got all the supplies. They're not sponsoring us, so they're getting a free ad here. Uh, but the story with Monday Morn is so many people were buying this kit and really raving about this beer that they decided, all right, we're going to get together with one of the local craft brewers here in Winnipeg and put this in a can and sell it out at some of the beer vendors. So you can go and get this. You can go pick it up and enjoy it already made up for you. And if you're into that sort of thing and you got the sort of time and you want to give a go to home brewing, 
you can buy the kit and actually make your own batch of Monday morns. So I think that's really interesting. I think that's really cool. If I had more time, I'd probably try home brewing again. My first two, three, four <laughs> attempts at it were really, really bad. Uh, but I would give it a go with with this, uh, with Monday Morn. Munich, Vienna, crystal malts in here, and a healthy dose of Columbus, Mosaic, and Simcoe hops. Um, I find that it's not that bitter, just a little hoppy. I know, Alex, you have a preference. You know, you don't like the super bitter stuff. You don't like the really hoppy stuff. What did you think about this beer? What What's your first impressions? You know, I didn't really notice the bitter at first um, until, like, probably after. Same with the hoppiness. So I did actually enjoy, like, right... I, I enjoyed this one right away. Yeah. I, I poured it in my glass, and I I sort of took a look at how it kind of foamed up in the glass and, and had a little bit of head. So it's still kind of bubbly. It's still kind of fizzing away after uh, after pouring it out. So, again, it's, for me, hitting... It's, it's hitting all the marks. It's, again after a hot day something in the backyard something out at the at the beach something like that this will be a nice one uh, i highly recommend to, to fill your glass with this one. Oh yes virtual tink of the glass for sure here on this one so let's get into today's app um notion notion.so yeah I, I wonder what the so means in their uh, that's their website so it's notion.so but i'm not really sure what that means so i just i keep calling it that but it really is just called notion mm -hmm. fun fa fun stories from alex <laughs> and and what it is is really really hard to explain because it's it's anything and it's nothing at the same time and okay i'm gonna give this one a shot here go for it so notion is a knowledge center it's a place to write stories. It's, it's a place to write notes, uh, tasks, create boards, create tables that link together and mix all that media together because everything's really based in blocks. So um, it basically becomes a hub for all of your project knowledge, all of your work life stuff, all of your tasks, all of the um, information you have about your policies and procedures if you're running a business out of here. So when I say it's a knowledge center, it's I mean that literally because it's designed to hold kind of everything. Yeah, they they the developers of Notion, at least on their website, they liken it to to the idea of a new type of workspace. It's not document centric. It's not table centric or list centric. It's not database centric. It's not. It's it's, it's page centric. It's page centric. It acts like yeah. it acts like a it's it acts like a WYSIWYG at the end of the day. So you get pages and then you can basically put whatever you want in them mm -hmm. including templates upon templates my the the really th the thing i really like about it is unlike a general web page is that basically everything here can be commented on every block every page you have will come with a comment field at the top so if you're writing uh you know some information on a project or a document you're writing you can just take some notes as you go and as you collaborate with your coworkers. But every block you add to that, whether it's a task list or a table or um, a Kanban board, you can comment on all those too. Mm -hmm. So you know me, I love comments and I love like bugging you at 2 a.m. with comments <laughs> while you're trying to sleep and your poor family like probably hates me already. But um, well, well, it's one of my favorite features about an app like this yeah. is because you can literally just take notes everywhere as you go. Yeah, it's, it's very, very transparent in that way. And I think again, if you 
uh, internalize the idea of a workspace. It's getting everything out of your mind, out of your consciousness, into this system. Um, but we'll, I mean, we'll we'll get to the notifications again in a second. But you keep since you keep on saying the word block, and I just want to mention to our listeners: if you're going to take Notion seriously, you have to sort of internalize the theory of these blocks because again notion it's it's everything and it's nothing at the same time it's the system that you can build great things out of these individual blocks so if you need to have a list sure if you want to have a list connected to some text sure you want to have some images or files attached and again as you mentioned all of the commenting all the way along but if you have information or data stored in these blocks but you want to repurpose them in different ways you know your executive may be listed in your organization or you have a staff list and you want to reuse that a few times. You want to use it in HR. You want to use it in a sales team. You want to use it in, in a wiki. You want to use it in your company, maybe a marketing campaign. You can keep on reusing those blocks over and over again. It's not tied to a document You know, that's a fixed file format and this is what it is and things have to exist in this in this document. It's not some proprietary database that putting shit in and taking shit out of is going to be impossible. It's really, really exciting because it's so open-ended that way. Yeah, so for example, um, I was playing around with some Kanban boards in one of our pages as I was kind of getting into this thing. And I learned that you can basically take that same Kanban board and put it in different pages, in different sections of your workbooks with uh, different default views attached to them, which I thought was kind of a perfect way of approaching it. So you could have, let's say, a project overview page, which has all your high-level high tasks in a specific view, maybe work in progress, not started, overdue, complete. And then on the individual project page where you start really getting into it, you can have a more granular look at those projects and at those tasks based on the data that you've just entered in there itself, whether mm -hmm. it's statuses, due dates, who it's assigned to other pieces of metadata that you might use to manage your projects. It's all there. It's all there and it's all there for you to use the way you want to use it, the way you need to use it. So that was something that really impressed me about this. Yeah. And you can give the right people the right views to the right information at the right time, but you can still put everything in one place. You don't have to go out to all these sort of uh, siloed apps or siloed pieces of data to work on a project, to work on your business, to work on, um, you know, the way your organization, you know, maybe a non-for-profit, maybe you're a charity. Again, you're not in the business of selling things or, or producing widgets. You, you do stuff or you do stuff with people or projects. I think you have a really good shot of making something custom for you and your team and your organization in a tool like Notion where other suites of productivity tools are a lot more rigid. Things are here, things are there, things are here, things are there. It's a lot more difficult to pull them all together. So the thing about Notion that I need to kind of get off my chest is that it's not an intuitive app to learn on your own. No. So this, it took me a good couple of weeks at least of just like playing with it on and off to really get the swing of what it's about and how it really, how everything connects. But once I did, I really got into it. So I would say Notion is kind of designed for the team that can commit to a tool all in, mm -hmm. which means you're not keeping stuff in Dropbox, you're not keeping stuff in Google Docs, you're not keeping stuff in uh, 
Microsoft Word, um, all your all your data, all your documents, it's all kind of managed in here because that's how you're going to get the actual value out of something like this because it does it all really well mm -hmm. and it all makes it very usable at the end because all that information can be linked to each other very easily and very effectively, but only after you've, one, committed to getting everything in here and two, you've, um, you've spent enough time with the tool to really get to know it and yeah. really learn how to like tie everything together because, again, those blocks are fundamental to this pages and blocks it's a WYSIWYG mm -hmm. I, I, I agree I think smaller teams and more tech forward teams are going to have a huge advantage here to pick up something like uh, like Notion because they're not going to have that investment in, in other tools that said there's you know there's this good old management maxim that they beat you, they, they beat into your head in, in biz school is you know even if you're a company of five today always be planning as if you're going to be a company of 100 tomorrow. And again, if you're that company of five, if you're a, a loose group of entrepreneurs or a startup, for example, and you're just kind of getting your business set up, this is, this is a grand slam home run waiting to be sort of knocked out of the park. But like you say, you got to pick it up. You got to get familiar. You kind of got to learn the lingo and, and how things work together. But if you start here, my God, do you have a, a huge advantage over the folks that are using, again, those rigid, fixed suites of apps that, again, strand all of this data in different types of data in, in different places or different file formats or different documents, whatever. Um, I, have to, I, have to, uh, I have to get something off my chest, Alex. Do it. As a guy that's been in the Microsoft scene for you know, the last five or six years, I've had these blinders on and, and, and kind of on purpose because I've, I've really been trying to build my career again around, around the Microsoft stuff. And so this app has been so refreshing because it's actually been a chance to take those blinders off and see what else is out there. And I have to tell you something, that notion has completely rocked my world. And, and however embarrassing that is, this thing has got me so excited about the documentless future, about how we put data in things and how we work as a team. And I know Microsoft is trying to work on something similar to this through the Fluid Framework, where again, we think about a documentless future where the data isn't put into those proprietary formats and, and you can't use things and reuse things. But I, I'm going to say here that Microsoft and, and the Fluid Framework is definitely taking a page here from, from Notion. Someone found this at Microsoft and Redmond and said, whoa, this is the future. So we got this big bucket of blocks, right? You can build anything that you, you really want to put your mind to. I, I've even just playing around with this for a few weeks. One with the right motivation could build a pseudo CRM. You could build an HR manager. You could build a knowledge center, like you said, a wiki for your business, maybe your manuals and your policies, expense tracking, marketing campaigns, again, anywhere where you would want to track progress on tasks or just store ideas and files and thoughts and comment about them as a team. All you got to do is crack the lid on this thing, uh, put your hand down in the box and, and grab some of those pieces, right? Yeah, exactly. Um I'm just looking at these like 
different options in terms of what you can do with the blocks. So you've got headings, bullet, like standard stuff, bullets, lists, headings, dividers, quotes, uh, callouts. Uh, you've got inline text, tables, uh, Kanban boards, galleries, and I can just keep going. This list never stops. Mm -hmm. And that's before I've even gotten to the, um, uh, the uh, integrations too, like Google Drive, Twitter, and all that stuff. So I really like this. I really like the page and block framework for an app because mm -hmm. you really get, you just get to design the thing you really want to, you, you really need at the end right. of the day. And, and different creativity and some work. Mm -hmm. And different types of data is better represented in different ways. You know, you, if you're in Excel, but you need to bring in graphics, okay you've got rows and columns of stuff but then you have a graphic maybe it seems out of place or doesn't it doesn't work with this idea of a workspace you put the data in the right format that you want to present it in and then you bring all of those types of blocks together so again i i think it's really compelling to take a look on the pricing side of things i also think you can't go wrong with trying this out or at least dipping your toe in the water so this is actually the way I found out about Notion actually was through a, a personal productivity subreddit. Uh, it was a few months ago, I think it was. All of these productivity geeks were raving about Notion and how they came out with this free personal tier. And so many people were using it. You can bring on guests in the free plan up to five guests. You can have it on all your devices on the free plan. And you have un an unlimited number of pages and blocks. That's really compelling uh, for for a free app. If you need a little bit more horsepower, there's a $4 US per month uh, personal pro plan, which gives you a little bit more space for uploading and attaching files. Again, unlimited guests and version history. So again, if you want to track changes, again, something you may want to do as uh, a solopreneur or uh, as a startup. And then even the team plan is only eight bucks per member per month. Again, that's in USD. Unlimited team members in your workspaces. There's a little bit more advanced permissions for uh, obviously for security and, and data integrity, those types of things. That's not half bad at what you think and what you look at what this could replace. Dropbox for business is a little bit heady on, on the price side of things. Evernote, if you have to get into the pro plans or it's a little bit heady. Um, this isn't going to replace Slack, I don't think. This isn't going to replace any chat, uh, B2B or internal business chat applications, but it can really supplement them in an okay, interesting I will, way. I will happily ditch Slack and ch any chat program for that matter mm -hmm. for um, just like comments and a nice place to keep it all together. So mm -hmm. I know you're not a big fan of the notifications in this one, but once I got used to it, so basically, if you haven't used it, you, you get a little section at the top called called All Updates, and that's basically your inbox, which actually has a couple of tabs, including your inbox or anything that comes directly to you, another tab for anything you're following, all of your messages, and then all of your archives stuff. So it's a really basic setup, mm -hmm. and even the way it's presented is just a small pop-up window, or like a sub-menu almost. So it's, again, it's not a huge focus um, of this app. Maybe they expect you just to take your chat somewhere else, but I could personally just live out through comments in any app I use. I, you know, you know me, I'm like, 
my relationship with chat rooms is you with email. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm on a I'm on a track to kill email, and I found this this app did email me a lot as well as notify me in the app. I'm sure there's some granular settings one could could get into. You're uh, welcome, by the way. But 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 on first uh, on first blush, it was a few too many emails for me. Um, when things were changed or when when things were commented on. Yeah. Did you find the emails helpful? Not really. Actually, could we, think... could we take a pause there for a second, buddy? Mm-hmm. Uh, Katie's just got a, she's got frozen stuff. So in the car. Okay. So uh, I'll pause this or should we just keep recording? Uh, let's pause audacity in three, two, one. So I think I can, I can live with the notifications with this thing. I think because it, again, it's such a cool, app to have this big blank canvas type of workspace so um, I'll forgive the notifications on this app for sure I will give them a high praise for it just because I like my notifications out of the way but mm-hmm. I and, but I love having comments on everything and everywhere so <laughs> that's a big win in my book perfect well I love the transparency of that right because if you have a thought on something you share that thought don't keep it to yourself don't keep it in your mind don't keep it somewhere that you're going to forget it Uh, get it out of your mind and again we're getting into this time and place in the world where we have all of this tribal knowledge in our organization in our work groups it's time to get that kind of stuff out of our minds and into a system like this because it really it's it's a a raising tide that's gonna lift all the boats so to speak if you have some secret about doing your job or your role or some nuance about your team and, and the organization, how things fit together. Get that out into a system like a company wiki, like a team wiki, because that knowledge can benefit everybody and maybe save some people some time, save some people some money, get a little bit more money in your pocket at the end of the day, whatever the benefit happens to be. I think there's a real good uh, case for recording that sort of tribal unwritten knowledge that that a team has so i kind of wonder if it's common practice for let's say a project manager or a graphic designer someone you you hire part-time to do a specific job and then they're out of the project in a place like notion in an app like notion you can basically have them document the process so if they've designed something or if they've you know if you created something to contribute to the project you got paid you and you're out documenting everything in the app that the project Mm -hmm. uses is critical and i don't i i would hope that there's something like that in there so the next person that needs to pick it up so let's say you're a developer or you're a third-party developer you came in help fix some patch holes and then you're out if you don't have that documented good luck good lord you're screwed like how many big businesses have you ever walked into where they're using Excel documents from 1997 because they're made by some dude that disappeared off the face of the earth. But he knew macros and, and he could do this with a macro. He, yeah. he knew macros, so he built macros and now your $1 million um, finance machine built in Excel cannot be turned off because yeah. you don't know how to recover it. Or in, in my personal experience, I have seen people spend lots of money on super powerful CRMs and then salespeople don't have the time or the effort or the energy or the want to take it seriously. So 
what do you get is a bunch of people selling stuff and having relationships with customers and never recording anything. So then when they leave and then a new account manager comes in, you've got to completely rebuild that relationship from scratch. Yeah. Is that like a sales thing or is that like, I don't know if that's limited to sales, but it feels like a sales thing. I, I mean, any, any relationship it could be a vendor relationship, it could be, you know, interpersonal relationships on a team. I, again, I think there's unwritten, unsaid things, those little nuances that if they were to be recorded in a way over time or again, the comments, you'll you'll get a taste of your coworkers thoughts and their patterns and how they dissect things and how they approach problems. I think it's an interesting way to learn about people from that perspective as well. Yeah, truly. I, I really like the idea of just having a place to put down your knowledge and put it out open for the rest of the team to take advantage of because you're part of a team. So for example, in Notion, you can design like an elaborate system of, you can basically design a CRM, like using all these tables mm -hmm. and relationships. And if you have no documentation about how any of it works, what do you do? And I get it, small businesses, you've got to focus. You've got to worry about, you got to, you've got a bottom line to work on. You can sort out the details later, but those details can sometimes cost us big bucks if we don't know what they are mm -hmm. before they hit us. Um, so having a transparent environment like this, like some of the other apps we're going to be looking at and over the next week, several weeks and months and however long we go, having that like the centralized knowledge is such an opportunity that we didn't have 20 years ago because a lot of that was either maintained in thick, dusty manuals that you'd have to sit and pawn and read for several days when you first got hired Mm -hmm. Or you prayed that the person that was um, pawned off to train you actually knew what you were talking about. And gave a shit. <laughs> yeah, that too. Good Lord. You, have you ever been trained by someone that has already given up on life and is like one foot out the door? Yeah, they're there for the, the paycheck and maybe the donuts when you have a, a whole batch of new hires, right? Well, let's get donuts. I've, re I've directly replaced like the person that's trained me. Not intentionally it's just like they've either already been out the door and i was hired at you know to replace them directly or mm -hmm. they were planning on leaving and it was just like uh, getting a step closer to it and it's hard and yeah. after they leave i basically have to rebuild everything from scratch and, and i've had to do this several times just because it's like i don't understand why you do things this way i don't understand how you got to this conclusion everything feels wrong just and then burn it to the ground start it back up coming yeah. into coming out of an environment where you don't have a centralized knowledge base it's so hard to do that because you are especially when you're new you're trying to figure everything out as it is and if that knowledge isn't captured anywhere in a consistent fashion good luck yeah yeah, I've been the guy that's had to write those manuals in Word and print them in paper and three-hole punch them and put them in a stupid binder. If I mm -hmm. had something like Notion, you know, that was about a decade ago, if I had something like Notion, my goodness, I could have organized all of these thoughts and all of these little bits of detail. And, and again, those 
those unwritten, those unwritable rules, you know, that sort of those nuanced things could have put that in a system like notion. I would have been way happier with, with the result. So, and that's why I like having comments on everything because you can mm -hmm. take a page from notion and be like, here's our procedure or policy on X and this is how it is. This is when we made it. And this is the yep. reason why, and you can capture all the little details the nuances in those comments. You can, add to it people can ask questions on it and you can basically yep. let that information grow and evolve because now you have an active history on it that's not like coming from a manager's just corner desk you know they're not yep. it's not like coming out of a black box and someone saying oh look here's a new procedure you can be part of that conversation in these types of transparent environments and yep. that's such a big jump in potential for our companies these days especially if the team embraces the idea of of being iterative of, of okay we we put out our first draft of our our company policy someone raised a good question or a red flag we changed it and everybody benefits and then something something else changed and everybody benefits again there's more clarity each time we make that iteration or that change so uh, again I'm, I'm a big fan of doing that sort of stuff in in public you know in that transparent space as well so what do you think, Ryan? Should we give this one a thumbs up or a thumbs well, down? I, I give this one like 25 thumbs way up. Again, this one's got me questioning. How many thumbs? Whoa, 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 whoa. 25. 26. 25, okay. You have to, Even number. I think you're borrowing a few or you're cheating. Yeah. Well, I'm on the, I'll be on the team plan. So I got the whole team giving thumbs up to this thing. But oh, really, it's enough. it's got me thinking so differently about you know traditional Microsoft tools. Again, the, the nine to five stuff that I focus on again in SharePoint and the, what we've come to with co-authoring and, and teams and what we're looking forward to in products like Microsoft Lists and SharePoint and, and Project Cortex in the, in the not too distant future. Um, there's some cool stuff coming there, but this has got a lot of boxes ticked and a lot of answers. And I think you just gotta go play with it you, you got to start using it and tinker to understand what's exactly possible here yeah truly I, again the learning curve is huge on this one yeah there's it's, it's the only it's very it's deep the only and you're going to need some help getting in there so i think there is but, a strong community for this one yes. i don't know if they have a partner program um, no but it's it's worth the investment if you have a team that you can really get to commit to it and that might be your bigger challenge rather mm -hmm. than learning how to use the app. But One, two, get two in tips. there, get get your information in there, mm -hmm. get get some buy-in, and I think your team will be laughing in no time at all. Well, two tips right there is one, go and check out the community. There's a, a huge subreddit dedicated to Notion, and it's all really, really friendly, helpful people. It's not people that are screaming at a software developer saying, your thing doesn't work, it sucks, I'm frustrated, it makes my job difficult. It's a lot of people saying, this thing works, this is how we're doing it. And it's a lot of other people, a lot of new users saying, I need some help planning out this project or I need some help creating a template for tracking this or making this kind of list or dealing with job applications. So there's that little bit. Second tip is they have a massive template gallery. Uh, if you go to notion.so and you, and you look around the template gallery, basically you can take a look at any of the templates they have. They have some are, that are premium. You have to, to uh, be on a paid plan to get access to that. But you basically copy these plans into your Notion workspace and you've got a pretty good head start at 
a habit tracker, a resume tracker, a weekly planner, learning resources. Maybe you're a geek and you want to get into GTD, getting things done, or you're an Eisenhower matrix person, or however you want to, to manage times and tasks. There's something here for just about everybody, I would say. And again, that community support is really, really refreshing to see people not being pissed off all the time and torches and pitchforks kind of thing. Uh, there's a lot of love and a lot of respect for this for this uh, piece of software. Yeah, I actually really like Yeah, I would definitely come back to this. So this one, I do expect to spend a lot more time with it. So I'm going to give it my thumbs up. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, again, purely because I want to spend some time with their personal plan and just see what I can get out of it. I don't know if it would replace um, some of my other tools right now, but because they've built such a such a deep and thoughtful tool, mm-hmm. I have a hard time just like turning my back on it and saying I don't think I'd ever use it again because I'm already thinking about how this could improve certain areas of like how I manage my own personal projects and how I capture down information or maybe I'll just use it for writing. I'm not sure yet. Yeah. It's yeah, definitely it's really neat. Yeah, it's really it's just got so much potential in there. I, I have to like keep. I'll, I'll be keeping my own this one and how it yeah. develops for the next little while. I mean, for me in the short term, I, I feel like it could replace OneNote in in many ways. Um, certainly, OneNote is is again that notion of a big big blank canvas that you can put anything on, but it's really hard to link pages, sections, notebooks in OneNote to other destinations within yeah. and, and within other apps as well right i'd say this one is closer to sharepoint than OneNote. OneNote's yeah. kind of like OneNote wants to be a notebook OneNote yeah. wants to be one note's closer to evernote that's just my personal opinion but it's really Sh- easy to get it's really easy to get things into to one note or evernote especially on the mobile side um, where they have uh, I, I can't speak to to iphone but on android you have you know, the shortcuts and the widgets where if you see something, you want to grab a picture and make sure it goes into a OneNote notebook. That's really easy to do. Or record a voice clipping and get that in a OneNote. That's very easy to do. You know, uh, I'll be note. honest, I never tried uh, yeah. on my phone about clipping. I know it has a browser uh, clip, a web clipper, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, Notion does. Either. Notion does, yeah. yeah. But otherwise, you have to go into the app and go and find the right place to put the right things where... Um, for me, if I'm on the go, so far I've been using either OneDrive or OneNote to record a quick thought, a quick note, or take a quick snap of something I see that I want to keep in. And again, not just in my camera roll, but in some context to something. So I kind of put it as a catch-all into a, a quick notes notebook in OneNote, and then I'll move it around later on as, as I see fit. So. But again, these Notion, I think they, they identify their main competitor as Evernote. And I would think that Evernote sees OneNote as, <laughs> as a competitor. So, you know, probably within the same realm for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And one sort of one last thought to, to sort of leave on from me, from the business side, you know, from the risk side. Again, we've, we've mentioned smaller teams and startups, a little bit more agile, a little bit more nimble, you're going to have more success using something like Notion or picking it up. Again, uh, putting your eggs into this basket, I wouldn't feel any risk about it. Looking into the Notion story, they uh, are a number of well-regarded Silicon Valley, uh, sort of Southern California developers the financing and investors uh, are again well regarded there's there's a lot of 
talent here and a lot of angel investors and a lot of uh, venture capitalists. So I would say that if you put some stuff in Notion, you start building out a system here, you're not going to have to worry that they're going to go bankrupt in, in you know, a few months. It, it sounds like based on their company history that they had some tough times in around 2015, but they pulled back from that. They, they had a sub, what they call a suboptimal tech stack. So maybe whatever cloud they were running on wasn't quite working out for them, but they buckled down back in 2015, 2016, polished up their app. And again, it kind of had that cult-like feeling, and that's what bubbled it up to me. But I think this thing is this thing is ready for prime time. If they had a partner model and they could go after, you know, G Suite and Office 365 for some certain types of business and vertical, I think they could eat. I could, they could eat. Uh, they could eat some lunch, in, in some certain regards. Yeah, it definitely has. It's I. I yeah, I think I'd agree it's ready for prime time. It's definitely got the strength. Um, I'd be interested to see how the scales and teams and how they're using it. So we're going to check out some of those communities too and just see what's going on there because mm-hmm. this provide this is a really, I don't know, it's really cool. Yeah. Again, a pleasant surprise for me because I've been so head down in, in the Microsoft space. Um, I would... I would wonder if if one could build a career out of professionally recommending Notion and and building workplaces for for folks. That would be an interesting way to think about it. But again, I'm giving lots of thumbs way up on this. I'm going to continue to use this tool uh, for for the foreseeable future. Very cool. Uh, Any final thoughts on our beer of the day? Anything Uh, you want to mourn over? Monday morn. Another Manic Monday. No, I'm just at the bottom of my glass here. Again, I, I just want to say I really enjoy this beer. Um, no, it's, it's, the bitterness is right where it needs to be. The hoppiness, I don't like overly hopped beers. This one's perfect. Again, very refreshing. A good, easy drink. Um, I can't recommend it enough. Oh, cool. Yeah, um, it was a good pick. I can't wait to uh, try out our next one. Uh, what is our next beer? I think we should try out that cappuccino. Ooh, yes, we should. Oh, yeah. You're in for a treat. You're in yeah, for I know treat, you, sir. you've been raving about that one, so I am excited. Yeah. But, again, uh, everybody, thanks for tuning in. This has been another exciting look at apps that are not Microsoft because that's what we talk about all all uh, 9 to 5 in our day jobs. So this, is, again, is is a great project for us to take those blinders off and see what else is out there in the world So and have a good beer over it. The, the thing... I like about this project uh, so far, Alex, is the length of our shows seems to be the length of, of me drinking the beer that we're also talking about. So that's how we, we kind of wanted this show to be, is a couple of guys talking about apps over a beer. Yeah, uh, two, two of my favorite activities. Right on. All right. Uh, I think it's time to sign off. So uh, good chat. Uh, thank you for sharing Notion with me. Again, I am definitely going to be keeping an eye out on this one for the future and i can't wait to show you another one because if this one's already got you um running to the hills then you're in for a treat (laughs) sir there's a lot of gold out there sweet so looking forward to it buddy where can we find you on the socials you can find me on the twitters at just some sass 16 that's sass s-a-a-s um i see what you did there no you didn't all right and uh where can we find you mr ryan 
you can find me on Twitter at the prize awaits again a couple of different projects that I've got on the go and that's where I've chosen to settle down and share news with everybody and I would be remiss without sharing because this is a podcast partially about beer and without sharing my untapped handle and that's a really cool app if you have never checked it out for cataloging rating reviewing any beers that you drink for me it's really good because I make a shopping list and I see what's trending around me and locally so really cool app it's called untapped and my handle on there again is the prize awaits all right uh all right Thanks for joining everyone, and we'll talk to you later. Bye now.